three, two, one. We're live. We're here. Yes. We're on a roll. We are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Brian. And I'm Emily. And I'm pumped because we have Aaron Stoner with us. I mean, that's your last name, that's right? That's my name. Don't wear yep. it out. <laughs> Don't wear it out. Aaron Stoner. Aaron. And yes. Aaron has joined us on this joiny journey. journey. Yes. <laughs> As podcast producer. Boom. He is saving, saving the day. Such a help. Tremendously. We're really excited to have him on this episode. Yes. So thanks for being here. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for the introduction. I'm so happy to be a part of this podcast in any way and just thrilled to death and humbled that y'all asked me to to jump in on this and make one with y'all right now. I'm pumped. Absolutely. Yeah. We're pumped to have you, Aaron. Um, so many things I want to want to ask you. And again, we're grateful that you said yes. Um, for you that's listening, Emily and I embarked on this uh, journey just about 30 days ago, which is crazy on how much has happened in 30 days. And it's it's been um, partly luck, partly intentionality, but partly other people like yourself that said, yes, hey, I'm willing to help. So you're helping us produce the shows, put the the nice music on the front end mm-hmm. on the, of the show, on the back end, <laughs> and all the edits, which takes a lot of work. And so again, we're super grateful. Um, Aaron, so yeah, you're, you're from Texas, I know, because we were talking about that. You're also a musician. You know, you do the audio. Your wife, I uh, use, were telling us earlier, does uh, voiceover. So those are really interesting things. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about you. What 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 excites you? Uh, what what do you love to do? Love to get to know you a little bit more. Yes, I love music. Mostly, I love people and music and and information. I like I, maybe information. Not that I like I like learning things, and I yeah. I like. I'll get really focused on a subject and just want to absorb as much about it as possible. And I think that can also translate to people. Like if you focus on a person mm. and, uh, you know, it can be in, in any relationship. Sure. Just focusing, like being, like y'all have talked about before, being intentional with conversations and really focusing on a person and absorbing as much as you can yes. from from that from, from uh, that person. You know, getting to know that person. Um, but yeah, I guess people and music and right now i'm really into chess is the thing that is come that on I wanna, i'm trying to figure out trying to learn i'm not i know how to play kind of but i'm learning more and more that i don't know how to play <laughs> you know as you learn Absolutely. more about something you learn how much you don't know about it this is so true and chess is one of those things that uh has so many moving pieces no pun intended <laughs> if you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh that's great but i want to go back to to Yes, the music, and uh, I'd love to talk to you about that because I've heard you're a great musician and you have a band, and we'll we'll get into that. But you talked about relationships, you talked about intentionality, and I can't not not ask you about your how you met your wife. <laughs> yes, we were just talking about that before. We were. I met my wife through a dating app. Ooh. It was my first time ever meeting someone in person from a dating app. Now, and we were also saying before, like, 
I don't have tips on how to have a 100% success rate on <laughs> on, on dating apps. I, uh, I, you know, I I am also also at the time as a single guy dating. I am very much pro asking a girl out in person, in sure. and being clear that you want to take them on a date. Um, I think you know people, and like you said before, people want to do dating apps for different reasons. And um, I just so happened to, you know, praise the Lord, met the girl of my dreams on my first try. Uh, on, on a Wonderful. Dating app, so. Talk about a micro moment. Let's go. That was a powerful <laughs> micro moment. That is amazing. Mm. Like, so cool. So good. I love your intentionality. I feel like there's, man, there's so many ways there's we so could much, go with this. Yeah, but I, I do want to hear about the first date. I mean, he said, yes. So how did that go? So, yes, as, uh, so I, we met up at a coffee shop in the chat. I was very, um, I was very clear about like, I want to buy you coffee and, you know, be very intentional about it. this is a date type situation. In my mind, I called it a pre-date, like a pre-date meet and greet. Since this is my first time on, on a, on a dating app, like it yeah. could be, you know, you could be meeting anyone. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the right uh, you know, that's – anyways, so my my plan in my mind was if this goes well, I will ask her on a date and call it a date and say mm. – so, you know, I thought about this a lot. And I had recently decided, and I think this is maybe something in that a man has to decide or anyone has to decide, like, I have a goal of getting married. You know, yep. I have a goal of, you know, finding the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. So mm. I uh, – maybe to a fault had – uh, kind of a an idea of how of the progression of how that would go in my mind. So, anyways, so we meet up at a coffee shop. You know, we talk for two hours. It's fine. It's great. She's, you know, gorgeous. Um, and I'm so after two hours, she says, "Oh, I have to go. Like, I have to go. Just but, like that. Like, like, like I have to go. Like it's time for me to go. While I have something to do. In kind of a way that in my mind I thought like, is that like." Is she's just not interested? Right. She's very shy. Um and or not or shy not shy. She's very personable, but she's mm-hmm. introverted. And so walking I'm like, okay, so I'll walk you to your car. And in walking out, I was like, I gotta say something right now. Cause I don't wanna waste time. I'd been on a few dates in the previous months and wanted to be very clear after hanging out with someone, like, I'm interested in you, or even to the point of saying, like, hey, maybe we should just be friends. That's how I felt. But in this case, of course, I yeah. did not feel that way. But it felt like she just wanted maybe to be friends. So I said something like, I'm kind of getting the feeling maybe you are not interested. And she lit up kind of and was like, oh, no. Like, what? She said, what? No. And I was like freaking out in my head like, oh, like this girl is interested in me. And that's kind of, yes. I think, a very important, that kind of <laughs> from then on, is a reason we kind of connected mm. and kind of very much opposites attract mm. a situation where um, I'm very vocal about emotions in the moment and she's very aware of those, but maybe less vocal and kind of a place where our, our strengths differ and work, can work together really well. That's beautiful. That's amazing. Gentlemen, are you taking notes here? Yeah. We have a pro in the house. <laughs> the things I gathered from that is clear communication. Yes. 
A hundred percent. I love that he, yeah, that's, I mean, Aaron, that takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. after the first, well, number one, everything that you did, ask, be clear, like you said, Emily, uh, the intention. But even at the end, you weren't sure how things were going and you straight up and asked her, which that's amazing. I don't know. I don't know if I would have done that personally. I would have probably thought about it. Um, but I think it's good that you got clear. Um, so that is super, super That was, cool. I mean, and that was a micro moment. And that was a like, micro Because in my moment. head, I, you know, that's not easy. I can't say that that was easy for me to do or I didn't feel courageous at the time. Sure. I'm just like, I got I to gotta do something right now. And it's super interesting because if you talk to her about that, she, I don't know if she didn't want me to tell, tell this. So we'll keep she, was, three. she was on like, she was on like dating forums where there was actually a long period of time between when we matched on the app and when I actually asked her out mm-hmm. because of some, because of personal stuff that I was just off the app for sure. a while. Sure. Sure. Um, and then I came back and was like, I want to take you out. And so she was on these forums like, this guy just like goes to me for a month and now is asking me out. And she had people saying, no way, don't give him a chance. He's blah, 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 blah. Like, and so it's, I, you'll have to talk to her about that because that's a whole, we'll have to that's a whole other podcast and it's, it's amazing. That's but so she, she had the micro moment too. She gave me the chance. Wow. And that's, uh, so guys, say, say what you want. Decide what you want is the mm-hmm. hardest part actually. Boom. So really, just decide what you want, guys, and then let them know. And ladies, help them out. Aaron. Saying yes to a date doesn't mean saying yes to marriage. Amen. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> saying yes to a first date isn't getting married. Sometimes, a lot of times, people will surprise you once you sit down with them and get to know them. Talk about also. We talk about a process a lot. So dating is also a process. It really is, and that's what that makes me think of too. Is there's so much pressure built up of, oh, you know, if I ask, what if, if they don't feel the same way and people don't communicate because of those reasons. So it's, it's neat to hear you had a thought, you decided what you wanted and you said something, which then led you guys on a process and a journey together, which you're now obviously (laughs) together, married, Married successfully. Yeah. Two years. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, that's it's such an interesting thing, right? This is a big this is a hot topic as well. It is. It's always a hot topic, right? Dating. But I think what we're talking, Aaron, before before recording is also the motives of the person, right? If if you know, if you have a motive of, hey, I want to get to know people and build a relationship as we've talked about, mm-hmm. then you know, it's we should be open to that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you want to be cautious and thoughtful, but but yeah, it's so easy also just to close as a guy and a girl. I mean, at least from the guy's perspective, it's so easy to close, you know, close yourself down, right? Or not in that micro moment like Aaron, say, you know what? It's it's not worth attempting or, you know, being courageous, even though it doesn't feel like it. Even it's probably mm-hmm. scary at the moment. So, sure. so, so cool on that, on that micro moment, Aaron's micro moment. <laughs> so I have a question for the guys then, Brian, Aaron. What for you in that moment? Now, Brian, you're also saying, you know, it can be hard to do those things. What pushes you to be able to ask? Or <laughs> or what would you say to the guys who maybe need a little encouragement of, hey, just go for it? I'm going to turn to the pro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I'm i no pro. I, from your perspective. I, I from your perspective. Pro, but thank you for the compliment. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess for me as a point, like someone that – I didn't date a lot as a 
young adult. And then once I got to the point where it's like, I, like I am created for companionship. This is something I desire. Sure. And once I decided like, I, it's time I want to find someone, Lord, what do I do? Like help me find someone. Mm Yeah. Um, you, you got to realize, especially I, I, my realization is in our dating world, in our like kind of dating world now is it, if someone rejects you, it's okay. Mm. Like, and this is, it goes along with kind of, I think what you were talking about in the last episode, even with regular relationships, someone has to be the initiator. So true. Um, you know, someone has to initiate it. And if they're, if you're rejected, the embarrassment that you think is going to be there might be there for a moment, but you got to realize as in all things, like you are thinking about yourself and your emotions way more than anyone else is and way more than you think other people are yeah. thinking about you. And you got to realize most like people are thinking about their own stuff. They're not like, they're not wallowing in the embarrassment that you are wallowing in because you think other people are thinking about it. I don't know if that's that's no that makes that's super powerful. Yeah, that is very powerful, Aaron. I think also to your point, it's I do think Emily is it's initiative, um, and the and you know following up and Taryn's point is that so many, so many times the, yeah the other person is going through a lot in their own life that it's so easy to take things personal, right? Uh, let's say the the person doesn't respond in a couple weeks or. Or or whatever, right? Or says no, they can't. They can't go on a date or have coffee or whatever. It's so easy. Again, like we talked about recently in our previous show with Gabe, at Gabe Baker. Shout out! <laughs> Shout out to Shout Gabe. Out. <laughs> it's so easy to take it personal. Sure. And and maybe like give up or get closed down and mm. and saying kind of to that failure quote is you know mm. what I'm gonna I'm gonna get the boot instead of get the boost. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, yeah. And, and you know, again, that is real. We're, we're humans. We, we breathe and we have a pulse. And so it, those feelings are very real, but sometimes it's maybe just getting perspective from someone else and picking yourself back up and, and attempting again, Absol- you know, grabbing yeah. coffee. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What, what helps you guys uh, get out of overthinking? Because I, I have a lot of conversations with friends or even, yeah, just different people who, feel like overthinking is a problem where it keeps you from making decisions because you're, you're analyzing the situation. You're maybe overthinking about it and you're not, I don't know, going on the process. Taking action. Yeah. Taking action. So how, what helps you get out of overthinking to take the next step? That is a great question. I have no idea that's okay yeah that thanks for your honesty yeah it's 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 a very very good question and the overthinking uh emily is a real real thing um whether it's dating or or anything else where it's easy to overthink and usually at least for me right for me and maybe for you if you're listening too, you can relate to this but usually when i'm overthinking is uh, like kind of to aaron's point is i'm really I'm really overanalyzing myself mm. and I'm taking inventory and I'm like, you know what? I'm not good enough. I don't believe in myself. You know, what do they think if I didn't finish school? What are they going to think about my job? What I drive? And we start overanalyzing, taking inventory. And the reality is that none of that really matters, right? If you know who you are, you have good motives, you know, you want to meet people, you want to build friendships. And if that evolves, that's fantastic. 
But when I overanalyze myself and take inventory and start being really overcritical, I think overthinking is overcritical. Um, we're never going to take action because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we want to make progress. And we talk a lot about progress. It's it's really directly correlated with taking action. Mm-hmm. I make progress when I take action. I don't take action when I'm overcritical of myself or overanalyze. So if you're listening and you are in those shoes right now, you're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. All three of us around this table, Aaron, myself, mm-hmm. and Emily, we can relate. We've been there. We are there. Yeah. But like we've talked about before, give yourself some space. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some breathing room and just take some action. And what is so cool, Aaron and Emily, about taking action is that once you do it, this is so true. Once you take the action, once you text that person or, you know, that you've been wanting to have coffee with and grab coffee, once you do it all, it's like all that you overanalyze, everything that you were overcritical, it's like if it was never there. Mm-hmm. Poof, it's gone. Yeah, and I think this, this makes me think also about our conversation with Gabe Baker about identity and something the the tie-in here is in order to, and I do not have all the answers, but in order to date well, we also have to know ourselves well enough. Like you're talking, so Brian, like you have to have a good enough, stable sense of your identity before you can think about looping someone else in. Because then is it fair to that person to, I know you're going to learn and grow together. You know, that's what. I hear marriage is all about. Sure. <laughs> but if there are things maybe, as if we've talked about in previous episodes, that you're maybe not being honest with yourself on certain things or you're you're walking in a false identity, those things are important to, I feel, take time on. And then once you get yourself to a place where you feel confident and, okay, I can, I can take initiative and make progress, then it's a journey. And yeah, it evolves. Absolutely. That's so spot on, Emily. And it goes back to what Aaron was saying is that the identity, and again, we're never going to have a full 100% picture, but I liked what Aaron said earlier is that whether it worked out or didn't work out with his first date, he he knew what he wanted, right? And mm-hmm. it feels like, it, it seems like it was coming from a good place. Like, hey, I would love to meet someone, you know, for long-term companionship. And and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but if it's not this person, that's okay. But, you know, I know I know what my intention is and I, I'll be clear with that. And if a friendship comes out of it, that's great. That's another person I know. It's another friend I can develop. Is that, would that, is that Absolutely. Accurate? And that was the thing, getting in, you know, getting into actually learning how to date in my late 20s. Like, I can ask a girl out, we can go hang out, and if it, if we're not, if it doesn't go any further than that, that's fine. Also, if it doesn't, if I don't want it to go any further than that, exactly. I should communicate that. <laughs> but and then, Fair. especially if I communicate that, I have a friend, I have another connection, I have another friendship that I have cultivated. Um, and then I love what you're saying, Brian, about um, taking action, like making the decision to take action. Like anal- you can analyze as much as you want, but at some point, you got to make the decision to try something. Um, and then on the other side, what you're saying, Emily, also, yes, you do need to figure out for yourself who, like, who are you? 
who am I? What, like, I can, of course, cannot present a false identity of myself. Um, and then also, this is something when I was, you know, I had a discussion with a, with a friend when I was considering proposing, hmm. like, because uh, I had a concern of of that kind of thing of like, this is something I need to do before, in, in my mind, this is something I need to do before I get married. I need to be out of debt, right? Sure. Before, before I get married. That's something, and I had a friend said to me, and I'll, I'll never forget this, a friend said to me, um, if she doesn't want to be with you when you're in debt, then actually, I said I'd never forget it. Of course, I misquoted. Um, but he <laughs> said good. something to. He said something along the lines of, "If you if you don't if the two of you don't want to be married in debt, then why would you want to be married uh, without debt?" So like yep. this is something, you know. So some of those things. Sure. Is, that's exactly what you're talking about, Brian. Is like there's a, the analyzation works to a point may may be helpful, but at some point you just have to make the decision and. It's risky. It is yes. very risky. Like asking someone out on a date is risky. Asking someone to marry you is risky. Absolutely. There's so much divorce that happens. Sure. And there's, you know, we can, that's a whole other thing about what we can, we can talk about that. But like, obviously, this is not just a simple thing that you just do. But if you know the reasons why you want that and it's, you're on the same page of that with the person you're in a relationship with, then you, at some point you have to make the decision. I, this, this is so good. It makes me think so of a quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. Bring it, Emily. And it's C.S. Lewis. And he says, there is no safe investment. To love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will certainly be wrung and possibly be broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give your heart to no one, not even to an animal. Wrap it carefully round with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in a casket or coffin of your selfishness. But in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable impenetrable, irredeemable, the alternate to tragedy, or at least to the risk of tragedy is damnation. You know, that's the longer version of the quote, but the thing that came to mind is to love it all is to be vulnerable. That's exactly what you're talking about. So good. Wow. What an awesome conversation with Aaron and Emily. We talked all things dating, relationships, from the male's version, from the female's version. We talked about the dating app, you know, the first date, the confidence, the being intentional, so much good stuff. We went, I, I wasn't expecting to go this deep. So I'm so grateful for Aaron to, to open up and be vulnerable and talk about these, these things that we really all think about, right? Yeah, absolutely. I loved everything he had to say. I also am really excited to hear what he's going to share with us next. So definitely tune back in next time because it's going to be so good. Absolutely. So we went, we're going deeper and we thought, you know what, this is some good information. It's super helpful, very valuable. So we're going to bring back Aaron for part two of this conversation next week. And we are so excited. But Emily, we have something to share with you who's listening a way that you can connect directly with us. Emily, how can they do that with us? 
Yes, we're so excited because you can actually text us. We have a phone number. Whoop, whoop. Woo, we're pumped because we really want to continue the conversation with you. We want to develop community, and a great way to do that is through this number. Absolutely. So we have a number that you can text directly to Emily and I. You'll fill out some basic information. It's going to take you less than 30 seconds. Our phone number is 615-257-9548. And we want you to text us just what you're thinking. Text us questions about this conversation. Text us thoughts, ideas, or things that maybe you face or challenges because it's going to help us create content for future conversations and it's going to allow us to bring the right people to have further, deeper conversation around these areas. So we would love to hear from you. And also, what we're gonna, what else are we going to share through this text platform? Yeah, we really hope to send you inspiration, encouragement, but also just a great way to, like I said, continue the conversation, send questions, send your thoughts, and we can just stay in touch. It'll be great. Absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us today. As we said before, we're so grateful for you that you're listening, that you're joining us on this journey. We believe in you and we're so appreciate that you're here. We're excited for next time. Absolutely. We'll talk to you very, very soon. 